0: A Sony state of play is allegedly around the corner, and while Insomniac and Spider-Man 2 marketing are rolling out and starting to heat up, Sony fans are chomping at the bit for more information. After a showcase in May that left a lot to be desired for in the way of first-party studios, as well as just long-term plans for the future, many fans called foul and they wanted more. They didn't think that the showcase was good enough. In the wake of that showcase, even insiders seemed to be shocked at the absence of some games. Now, since then, we have learned that Sony internally delayed some games into the next fiscal year. So I wanted to look at the rumors and the apparent imminent state of play. And I, it wouldn't be a state of play, obviously, and rumors about it if there weren't some fresh blood rumors thrown in the mix as well but i also want to make my own predictions now i put all the good information right here at the beginning so you don't have to go looking for it this is a live stream so we open with a monologue and then i discuss it with a live audience if you like this kind of content hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my shows a sony state of play is rumored to be right around the corner and after the playstation showcase over the summer sony fans are feeling a bit starved for details. Spider-Man marketing is slowly heating up, but what about divers. What about 2024? There are obviously more games on the horizon and more plans out there. And when will we start to hear about those things? Will we get a PlayStation showcase later this year to cast the vision for 2024? These are all questions many fans and gamers are asking. So first, I want to look at the rumors about this state of play. Some familiar names are throwing their hat in the rumor ring. And I find the timing to be very plausible now that Starfield has launched and the next big game to launch this year is Spider-Man 2. The second thing I want to do is make my own predictions about what will be there. I think there are some obvious appearances but after they lowered the annual discount on PS Plus and effectively raised the annual price, many are looking for some answers or even some updates on the PS Plus. I myself would even like to know what exactly is going on with the PlayStation Portal. Some of the marketing there hasn't been particularly clear on what exactly the device can do. Lastly, I want to think about 2024 and beyond. It seems video game marketing might be changing to a degree if after Gamescom, it seems many companies are happy to promote what's already been announced and what's on the way. What's in The near future they don't seem to feel the need to have all these showstoppers or teaser trailers for games that have unknown release windows or even unknown release years so when will sony start talking about 2024 and the future that's what i would like to know But before we get to all that and that discussion, because there are a lot of games we're still sort of waiting to hear about, let's look at the rumors. First, we have Jeff Grubb, a leaker named Shinobi, and rumors about, yes, you guessed it, Bloodborne. So first up, let's look at what Jeff Grubb had to say. According to Game Rant, industry insider Jeff Grubb stated on Twitter that he had heard rumors of a PlayStation State of Play coming soon, and this PS Plus price hike announcement seems to be... The precursor to that. Now, my previous coverage of the PlayStation Plus annual price hike missed an important factor. They're actually lowering the annual discount. The per month cost of PS Plus is not going up. They're simply giving you less of a discount when you do the annual bundle, which is what a bunch of us do. So this is effectively a price hike. And a huge swath of people like myself typically buy one year at a time to save that money now i stand by my original conclusion that the new annual price of ps plus premium is simply way too high now if you missed the memo and you failed to downgrade or you failed to secure another year at the old price sorry to tell you this went into effect on september the 6th now jeff grubb tweeted about this wario 64 was announcing the price hike with a picture from their blog. And Jeff retweeted it and said, quote, I've heard a stay of plate is coming and this feels like a lead-in. For that. Now, I don't know if in his mind this is a lead-in as like, well, let's just get the bad news out of the way, or if there's going to be some segment of the state of play dedicated to speaking about PS Plus or some type of an update. There's been speculations about they're going to be making changes to PS Plus. Now, I have always thought companies should seek to add value whenever they raise the price. So, you know, if your subservice price goes up, try to do something to soften the blow. Now, subservices are going to continue to go up in price in the future. This doesn't—it doesn't matter if it's Netflix, Disney Plus, PS Plus, or Game Pass. Those prices will continue to go up at pretty regular intervals. They're not in a great state. They're seeing a plateau and decline, and they're going to try and get as much revenue out of them as they can. Given how PS Plus is currently positioned, I think it could be overhauled and updated. Since they stopped going public with subscriber numbers, it's safe to say it's plateaued and even started to decline. Now Jeff Grubb wasn't the only person to weigh in on the rumor mill about this state of play. According to Xfire.com, a notable insider that has since laid low hints at an upcoming PlayStation showcase, presumably linked to the incoming release of Marvel's Spider-Man 2. So, what were they talking about? Well, according to the article, insiders might remember the well-known leaker Shinobi0602, who used to disclose information about the older Call of Duty games months before their official debuts. While he stepped back from leaking information, said to because of his employment in the gaming industry, he's now back reminding everyone that he's still got some pretty juicy connections. So Shinobi didn't say anything that significant, they just decided to kind of chime in on a conversation. Similar to Jeff Grubb, it seems we are dealing with somebody who actually has connections and sources. This isn't somebody posting a screenshot of a a schedule of a showcase that turns out to be fake. He responded to somebody on Reset Era, and this person said that the lack of communication from Sony at this point, was sad. I think that's a growing consensus that Sony goes quiet and doesn't really say much for a while on certain things, and then the audience tends to get a little frustrated. Now, Shinobi simply replied to this and said, well, this week is over now. This seems to indicate that we should be looking to the next week, which is the one that we're in right now, right? This could be the week where we're going to get something. I believe it will likely just be a state-of-play announcement. Traditionally, Sony likes to announce state-of-plays about one week prior some are speculating they're going to announce it today I'm doing this on a Tuesday and then say to play will be on a Thursday I mean that's possible two days notice I mean again sometimes I in my experience they announce it on like in between a Tuesday and a Thursday time frame and they announce it for the following week now there are more rumors attached to this it's not just centering around the fact that there's going to be one obviously everybody expects spider-man to be there or spider-man to be The focus, but it wouldn't be a Sony showcase rumor if we didn't have somebody making claims about Bloodborne. According to FandomWire.com, as per the reports by Reddit user I'm a Hero, who has previously correctly reported about Final Fantasy Rebirth. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, and Persona 3, before the games were even announced by developers Atlas. they predicted that a state of play will be held in September and will entirely focus on Asian games. Now, that last part's confusing if it is in fact true. This is somebody who has gotten things right in the past. I'm not sure why you wouldn't have most of this showcase dedicated to Spider-Man 2. I could see, however, given Spider-Man 2's release date lands late, in October on the 20th that maybe they would do a Spider-Man state of play in the beginning of October, the way they did with Final Fantasy 16, like it had its own state of play, maybe they're giving Spidey his own state of play and they'll just do it in October they'll really ramp up the marketing for Spidey in October and there's no real reason to talk about him right now they have other plans, Spider-Man can be a bit of a consumer attention black hole, like everybody pays attention to Spider-Man and nothing else so if they have other things they want to talk about this leak could be credible, right? That they're saying, hey, listen, it's not going to be uh, a Spider-Man thing. It's going to be an Asian company or, or, or Asian games focus. Now, they go on to say in this Phantom Wire article they say that the leaker says that the state of play might finally have the Bloodborne remaster announcement with other details on previously announced games. Now, this feels like pure speculation. They're just mentioning Bloodborne they don't seem to know anything. They're just saying oh yeah, it might finally be there. However, they do seem to have knowledge about the remake itself. The following is from the same article. The leaker said that the potential release date that the PlayStation is eyeing for the game is sometime in 2020. Claiming that the game is already in development. The reason behind the release window could be that PlayStation wants to celebrate the 10th anniversary of the iconic game from From Software. Opposite to the first party remasters in the past, Nixus is spearheading the Bloodborne remaster and not Bluepoint. So at this point, I take every single claim about Bloodborne with the tiniest grain of salt. Okay, my personal theory is what happened is. I believe there was a Bloodborne remaster in production. I believe that was halted and they switched to a remake, okay? They wanted it to be completely remade after the success and after how good everything ended up looking in The Last of Us Part 1 remake. I think they're looking to do more remakes. We're even hearing whispers and rumors about a Horizon Zero Dawn remake, okay? So, I think that's why the rumors are all different, okay? Everybody's pulling at a thread of the same sweater. You got people saying remaster. You got people saying remake. You got people saying, oh, it's almost here. You have other people saying, well, no, it's in production. It'll be here in 2025. That's why I think we can't get a clear consensus. The clear consensus is that it's being made, but nobody knows by who or when it's coming or is it a remaster, is it a remake? Because there's a big difference between the two. Now, I'm confident the game exists, but we will never have an approximation of the announcement or the release date. At this point, my personal theory is that leakers and insiders, they just always throw Bloodborne into the mix whenever there's a Sony thing being planned because eventually they're going to be right, okay? (laughs) Eventually there's going to be a showcase or a state of play that has that game in it, and they're going to say, Ha ha, I told you it was coming this time. I guess they're going to expect us to all ignore the ten times before that that they said, you know, yeah, Bloodborne's coming. Here comes Bloodborne. So those are the rumors, okay? That's all of the rumors. That's all of the leaks. I usually only cover leaks or rumors if they seem to have some corroboration from other sources that are reliable. I find Jeff Grubb to be very reliable. Shinobi has gotten things right as well. And then this other person had gotten things right about Final Fantasy VII Rebirth and Persona. So it's like, okay, they clearly have connections. So that's the leaks. What are my predictions? Okay, if the state of play is right around the corner, what do I think is going to be there? Well, the most obvious prediction is that Spider-Man will be a central aspect of of the event, alright, for a while I assumed they would be doing a Spider-Man 2 state of play, like the Final Fantasy 16 state of play, Sony seems to enjoy episodic marketing, they don't really shift to the next thing, until the closest release happens if that makes sense they don't want to move on to the next thing or start talking about the next thing until the closest release happens i pointed out this out before uh when the last of us remake launched they weren't really ramping up god of war ragnarok marketing until after the last of us part one remake got out there and then they were like okay now we can start really ramping things up now a big part of me wonders Will we hear about Helldivers 2? I think Spider-Man 2 will be there and it will potentially be the main focus of the event. But Helldivers hasn't said anything since the summer. I just checked this morning. Their Twitter account has said nothing since June the 3rd. Okay, that doesn't really mean there's problems. They might not do a lot of social posting. But where's the marketing for Helldivers 2 if it's supposedly coming this year? you're running out of year, okay? We're getting into the final stretch. So if we do not hear about Helldivers anytime soon or even at this state of play, I would have my own concerns that it's been delayed out of 2023. This could be one of the games that was internally delayed and pushed out of the current fiscal year. We don't know. I mean, again, this is one of the live service games. The live service push from Sony, it's a tall order, they want to have somewhere between 10 and 12 games before 2026, all right? That's that's three years away. That's fairly close. So one aspect of this is I think they've targeted something that seems overly ambitious, and maybe a lot of those live service games are just getting bumped because they're just not ready. So basically what I'm saying is is I expect Helldivers 2 to be there if they're still launching, this year okay they could be doing the episodic marketing strategy where they don't want to talk about hell divers 2 until spider-man's out of the way or something like that but I-, I don't know a firm release date at this point doesn't seem unreasonable especially if you're doing a say to play in september a- outside of september there's only three months left okay so i would expect some kind of a release date for hell divers i think it's a reasonable expectation at this point beyond spider-man 2 and hell divers the other pressing thing is the playstation portal The marketing for the PlayStation Portal has not exactly landed where I think it should with respect to being sort of a portable device now I know some outlets that have reported on this they are allergic to investigative reporting and fact-finding it's too difficult for them right you got to farm AdSense and write a blog with a scalacious or scandalous topic or headline it's too hard to actually go to the websites of the device and look at the frequently asked questions and get actual evidence right a lot of these people aren't really reporting they're simply running with whatever they think is true the info about the PlayStation portal continues to look muddy Due to playstation making it seem like you have to be on your home wi-fi and i know why they're stressing that okay i think they want you to experience the playstation portal on your home wi-fi first because once you take it to your friend's house once you take it to Starbucks or you know your works Wi-Fi they have no control over that quality as much right it's designed to probably run in the best case scenario on your home Wi-Fi so then if you're in a place and it's not working all that well you're going to say well the Wi-Fi connection might be bad the internet connection might be bad you're not going to attribute it to the the, to the device itself if that makes sense they know you open it up you boot it up at home you hop on home Wi-Fi it's probably going to run the best in that scenario so I get it But outlets and YouTubers should do a better job of researching the device before they report on it. They're reporting things and they're putting out information that is just absolutely false. You can go and get this information directly from PlayStation's website. Now, I do think PlayStation needs to put this thing front and center and make it clear that you can take this to other places. You can stress that your experience and connection may vary. That ideally, it works when you're on home Wi-Fi. But if you're not going to show the fact that people can take this thing anywhere there's Wi-Fi, you're missing. on a major aspect of why this device I think will be a nice thing to have now keep in mind this is an accessory to the PS5. This is not a standalone device. Virtually everybody I see claiming that the device is pointless or stupid, well they end up comparing it to devices that cost twice as much or more, right? This is a $200 device. It costs as much as the DualSense Edge controller. It's basically a controller with a screen. And within that lane, I think it will do well with an audience that likes to buy accessories for their console. But I expect it to have a presence at the State of Play if they are going to be covering a variety of things Right, if it's not like the Asian game state of play that we're hearing about, if they are focusing on a handful of things. Now, they may not feel the need to talk about the portal. They talked about it at the showcase, they're rolling out the marketing and the commercials, but the release date's getting close, so if not here, maybe their next outing or their next state of play they could mention the PlayStation Portal. I don't see why you wouldn't mention this thing at every event that you have like say hey this thing's almost here pre-order today or what have you. Now lastly, I want to talk about 2024 and beyond. Now I've already said that I feel like the marketing for video games are is changing. Whether or not super plugged in fans who use Twitter and YouTube like this, well I don't it's not it doesn't matter if we like it. That's not really what's up for debate, right? The alleged failure of the PlayStation showcase versus the Xbox showcase in the summer didn't seem to affect revenue at all, right? We were told that Xbox won the showcase, right? Their showcase was way better. Well, June went handedly to PlayStation with respect to revenue and sales, and every month after continues to swing strongly in their way. So this tells me that the marketing is working on the masses. They matter more, right? That John Q. Public, the general public, is what matters the most, With respect to the efficiency of your marketing, we can all get really mad and watch a PlayStation showcase and say, hey, where's the first party? And the average consumer's like, what's that? Like, they don't know the difference between a first party studio and a third party game. So we have to remember how much of a minority we are. Those of us who hang out on the internet and we discuss and track gaming news, that doesn't mean that, that they're going to be doing the things that we want them to do. Like, they're not really marching to the beat of our drum. At least it doesn't seem like that anymore. It seems like marketing is changing. Now, that doesn't mean, however, that Sony can completely avoid Casting a vision for next year. Okay. My question is, when are we going to hear about 2024? I don't think this state of play will necessarily address that question at all. I'm trying to set expectations here. I think Spider Man 2 is simply too big to mention anything else just yet. There's no real reason to start looking at 2024. Spider Man 2 is going to make them an insane amount of money, and marketing that matters way more than saying, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, we know Spider Man 2 is coming out, but, you know, in April of next year, we we got this game. Like, they just don't feel the need to do that. This is one of the dilemmas, I think, when you have a character in a game like Spidey, right? He's just so big, you have to kind of give him the stage for a while. This makes me think that we might actually get that second PlayStation showcase that many people have been claiming is coming, right? November would be a great time for that. Spider-Man's out of the way, and now you can focus on what's next for PlayStation. But this brings more questions to mind. When are we going to hear about all these live service games? If Helldivers isn't in the next state of play, when will we hear about it? When are we going to get a release? is it even coming this year when are we going to get updates on all your studios like they're all working on something so when are we we going to hear about these things now I don't think this is wrong but playstation can certainly play from the front here and keep their cards very close to their chest there's like no pressure on them at all to announce anything right now they're leading and they're not marketing anything really other than Spider-Man right and, and they're crushing every month's revenue and sales numbers I mean even Armored Core w- with how well it sold it was you know was topping charts for them so there's not really a reason for them to talk about Sucker Punch's next game or Bend or Naughty Dog there's just no reason to. And I think it's understandable to be frustrated by that. To be like, "When are you going to tell us what all these studios are doing?" We're seeing firsthand with Forza Motorsport right now what happens when you speak about a game too early. They showed an in-engine trailer in 2020 in July, and they're talking about native 4K with ray tracing and 60 FPS. And that's coming back to haunt Xbox because that's not coming true with the game that's launching, okay? You want to be careful with your marketing. If you talk about something too soon, if you show something too soon, you're going to end up having something that just doesn't come to fruition. So as a gamer who's super plugged in, as a gamer who's a content creator, I'm annoyed by the lack of information. But when we look at how Armored Core 6 did, right, it marketed itself for six months, and then it launched and had massive commercial success. I feel like more games are going to do this. And I feel like Sony is going to start doing this with their first party games in their studios. They're just going to hold everything close until the runway and the launch window is close at hand. And to a certain extent, if we calibrate to this expectation, I think it can be more enjoyable. End the year, you know, they could end every year with a showcase about, hey, this is what's coming in the next 6 to 12 months. And then do a summer showcase that kind of does the same thing. This is what's coming in the next 6 to 12 months. You're sort of always rolling things forward, keeping the window of what you're talking about fairly small, right? You're always talking about what's about to launch or what's just beyond the horizon. I think that's the marketing channels and avenues and style that we're about to start getting more and more. So, the say to Play rumors are heating up for a reason. There's obviously one around the corner. Now, whether we get nothing but Spider-Man, right, it could be all Spider-Man, or we could get the long-awaited Bloodborne remaster, well, it's anyone's guess. But if I'm a betting man, I would put money on Spidey being the main focus. And the rest, well, I think it's largely going to be kept out of view. So let me give you my thoughts and my conclusions here. Rumors around Sony events are always funny to me. You have reliable sources and leakers who clearly have connections, and then you have these funny pictures that get taken with the phone to add legitimacy, and then the word confidential is spelled wrong, right? So no matter how many times I see the fake pictures and shots of a showcase schedule, they'll always make me laugh. I always find them to be entertaining, especially when they're intentionally bad or they include jokes and memes or obvious bait right so the second thing i want to say is beyond just obvious clout grabs and lies i do think there are some reliable sources here i expect an announcement this week maybe even today and the show will likely i think be next week i don't know if they're going to do the whole here here's here's the here's the state of play it's in two days right i also expect the usual gripes and the usual criticisms you know there's this definite blurred line between state of plays and big showcases. I think everybody expects a state of play to be an insane showcase, okay? They can even tell you, we're only going to show you indie games. They could tell you we're only going to show you a controller. They've never done that. I'm just being hyperbolic, but they could literally tell you that. We're not going to focus on any big major titles and people would still show up and they would watch and they would cry and whine that they didn't see brand new 30 minutes of gameplay of Wolverine, right? My conclusion is this, while I expect Spider-Man to be the focus of a lot of what happens the next 30 days, I do hope we can start to hear about 2024. Beyond that, it would be nice to get updates on what the first-party studios are doing. Sadly, those expectations are likely not going to be met anytime soon, and likely not going to be met in the way that I would like. At the end of the day, Sony's gonna keep being Sony, right? And it's hard to argue with the revenue and the sales each month. So for now, we wait for Spider-Man to swing into full view and the rest, unfortunately, is likely to remain a mystery for some time. And that is the show open. Thank you guys so much for being here. Make sure you're smashing the like button and let me know what you think is going to be there. There's always rumors. There's always somebody saying Bloodborne's going to be there. It's like every Sony event, we, we we have to hear about that every time. It's like, well, there's a Sony event coming. Well, Bloodborne's going to be there. No, it's probably not. So let's get the daily goal on stream. And let's just remind everybody, these are the perks of becoming a member. We've got these handy slides that are popping out now that I can t- show you, you know, what's coming. You get a badge. You get emotes. You get daily members recap streams as well as Friday night streams with Madam. And then you get access to our members only discord and we do have incremental goals now he came up with something new let me just briefly describe it at 3000 members like, every month at 3,000 members, you're going to get a Fight Night. This week is Fight Night. Madam and I have to play Mortal Kombat against each other. So think of funny games, sports games. We can play against each other because it's hilarious. Neither of us really play these games, right? At 3,500, you get Fright Night. We'll play a scary game. And then at 4,000, you'll get Game Night, a night where we play games with you, whether that's Jackbox or like Fall Guys or something. So keep those goals in mind. The big, big stretch goal, we don't even need to talk about until we're closer to it. That's the Gollum stretch goal. Uh, but those are all the things that you can set your sights on helping us out. So, thank you guys so much for being here this morning. Curious what you guys are saying. Spider-Man will get a 9 on IGN, I bet. I mean, the first-party Sony games score really well. Like, if you look at Horizon Forbidden West with a lot of the outlets, if you look at God of War Ragnarok with the outlets, I mean, they just, they do. They score well. I think that they they take a lot of care with their games, right? Stellar Blade and Rebirth are predicted, Now, I'm hearing that. I'm hearing that. I didn't include that because I really couldn't substantiate that. I was just seeing whispers in pockets of, like, Twitter and stuff. I didn't see any any reliable sources pointing to Stellar Blade or Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Like I didn't, I just didn't see anything. I was like, okay, I, I'm hearing that, I'm seeing that on Twitter, but I don't see anybody that I typically wait. I'm like, okay, like I didn't look at that stupid picture where confidential spelled wrong. I was like, I'm not covering that. That's obviously fake, right? So don't be so sure. Don't be so sure about what Spider-Man Two is going to get review bombed. Who cares about review bombing? The, the the review bombing on Metacritic doesn't matter. It just does not matter. <laughs> IGN gave Spider-Man on PS4 an 8.7. Yeah, that's a pretty good score. I mean, in my estimation, until verified purchases are a requirement to leave a review on Metacritic, the Metacritic user score, it just doesn't matter. It really doesn't. If there's a game that pulls off a good user score on Metacritic, then I'll say, that's pretty impressive, right? But (laughs) if it gets bombs down into oblivion, like, who cares? It doesn't mean anything. It's just a bunch of you know, adolescent degenerate behavior from people who should find something better to do with their life and their time like that's just, that's not productive that's a complete and utter waste of time it does nothing, it achieves nothing, right? Guys, feed is in the chat under the name Mark Miller, we gotta get him a badge let's get him a badge this morning Liza P will scratch my Bloodborne itch for now. Yeah, I know a lot of people are probably going to clamor to Liza P, hoping for Bloodborne similarities. I I, I don't know if it's really going to be. I think I think aesthetically it looks like Bloodborne, but I don't think it plays quite like Bloodborne. I'm not a, I'm not a Bloodborne expert, but I don't think that's it. The Tokyo Game Show is soon. Asian focused state of play makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you're right, but. When, would they give, when are they going to give Spider-Man a stay to play? Are they not going to give Spider-Man a stay to play? I mean, maybe the logic is they're like, we don't need to. Dumpy Koala with a five bomb, five gifted members. Thank you so much for doing that, Dumpy Koala. Taking us to five already on the day. We'll see if we can't get Mark Miller one in here. Feed's going to have to kind of like re-earn loyalty on that new account now. Liesby's coming out next week. Here's hoping. Yeah, I believe you can preload it on the 16th. I might be able to do first impressions on Monday. I might be able to play that over the weekend. Ryan Steffen comes in with a renewal on his membership. Thank you so much. Spider-Man already got a pretty lengthy piece of coverage. So, Final Fantasy 16 got tons of coverage. And then they got their own state of play. They didn't like keep Final Fantasy 16 out of the showcase. They didn't keep Final Fantasy 16 out of the limelight, and they still gave it a state of play. My comment of don't be so sure about that was in response to Spider-Man 2 getting a 9. It's going to have to be absolutely incredible to get that 9. If the first game got an 8.7 from IGN, I I could see this one getting a 9. Insomniacs they're they're Insomniacs talking a big game, and I don't typically see devs like that doing that. Right. Joker Quinn gifts a member. Thank you so much for doing that. We'll see if we can't get our man feed up in here. I I don't think that I don't think historically Insomniac starts puffing their chest out, right? Ragnarok didn't get a say to play either. I'm not a fan of modern PlayStation leadership. I don't have a problem with the leadership. I think the new marketing strategy is something that they're not alone in. I don't think that Sony's not alone in saying we're not going to talk until stuff's close. There's just no reason to anymore, right? What, what do you gain by doing that? You actually take a ton of risk because the internet never forgets. The internet's like a big giant elephant now. Like the internet never forgets. So three years ago, if you're saying, yeah, our game is going to do this and then the game comes out and it doesn't do that, well, what's going on? What are you doing? God of War Ragnarok did get a State of Play. Was there a God of War Ragnarok State of Play? God of War Ragnarok State of Play. God of War Ragnarok State of Play story trailer. Are you guys sure about that? They did a story trailer at one of the State of Plays. Are you sure it got a State of Play? I'm seeing that there was a state of play story trailer. So they were at a state of play and showed a story trailer. I don't know if they did an entire state of play though. I'm not remembering that. What did they cover? That's just the story trailer that took place at a state of play. Thank you for five more gifted members. Ryan doesn't just become a a renew his member. He gifts members and bumps a line to 11. Find me the state of play. I can't find it. I don't I think you guys are wrong. I like I said, I don't think there was a God of War Ragnarok state of play. There was a state of play where they showed a God of War Ragnarok story trailer. That's not a God of War Ragnarok state of play. That's not the same. Final Fantasy 16 had its own state of play. It was like the whole time it was just them talking about their game. There was nothing else. That's what we were talking about. We weren't saying that Ragnarok was never at a state of play. What was stated was there was no dedicated state of play to Ragnarok. You guys are mistaken. There was not one. I would have remembered it because we were so frustrated. We're like, where's the focus? Where's the, where's the, where's all the stuff? We kept saying that about God of War Ragnarok. We were kind of annoyed at the marketing. We were not really, you know, pleased with the cadence and the, uh, and the pacing. Solemn says they're going to have to improve on the formula a good deal to get a nine, being the third Spider-Man game. It's already got sequel bias and superhero bias working against it. Maybe even first-party bias. I, I I'm telling you right now, I don't think Insomniac's talking about this game the way they're talking about it. If if it's going to struggle, if it's going to struggle to get nine, a nine, I just don't think it's going to struggle with a lot of outlets. Now, I don't know if it's going to be able to hold on to like a 90 on Metacritic because I do think some of what you said, Solemn, will will chop the score down. It will. I think it'll probably land at like an 89, 88. If it lands above that, I'll be pretty impressed. I think that's really, really hard to do as a a superhero game. Noberto with 28 months and a VIP says, Keep up the amazing work, homie. Thank you, Noberto. And Shelly hits four months. German Twitter randomly tweeted Stellar and Final Fantasy seven. Uh, and then they deleted it yesterday. It's 10-year anniversary t Lou Outbreak Day, September 26th, and Tokyo Game Show is that week. I mean, you could convince me, right? We're, we're doing our own expectations and predictions. You could convince me that Spider-Man has almost no presence at this state of play. They're saving that for something else. Right? The September 22 state of play included God of War Ragnarok details, two trailers, and a controller reveal. Yeah, but it's not a God of War Ragnarok state of play. If you go to that state of play, they didn't call it that. They didn't call it that. They called that state of play, it was a Final Fantasy sixteen state of play. Like, it was in the name. That's what we were talking about. I'm not denying that there wasn't significant coverage for Ragnarok. What I'm saying is there wasn't a dedicated one, right? Except the fact that y'all, y'all, y'all pushed back on what he said, and he was correct. There was no state of play specifically for Ragnarok. I think the point he was trying to make is that's not something they've done a ton of times. They did it with Final Fantasy XVI, but they've not done that with their other with their other titles. They, I don't, did they do a Horizon Forbidden West state of play? I don't think they did that either. Horizon Forbidden West state of play gameplay reveal so I think they did a gameplay reveal during a state of play I don't know if they did a Horizon Forbidden West state of play because if you search for Final Fantasy 16 state of play there I mean there is a state of play and that's it that's all there was there was nothing else no I don't think we're going to see anything for Wolverine for, for the rest of the year I don't think they're going to do anything with Wolverine for the rest of the year. There's no reason to. Andy Ackerman with a $5 Super Chat tip. Have you considered that you don't remember because you're old and senile? Here's $5 for the bad joke. Well, that's rude. Thank you so much for the $5 Super Chat Tip. Guys, if you're enjoying the show, do me a favor. Smash the like button. But if you want to talk in my chat, just hit subscribe. It's totally free to do that, and we want to hear what you think. PlayStation State of Play, September 2023. The rumors are heating up. We're doing our own expectations. People are telling me it's not going to be Spider-Man, Lono. It's going to be Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. It's going to be Stellar Blade. It's going to be Asian Games. And Spider-Man's getting kicked to somewhere else, maybe. Maybe they're going to do a Spider-Man, say, to play in October. Maybe October is fully dedicated to Spider-Man. D.K. Beggar comes in and gifts another member and gets us halfway to 25. Every 25 members, I give five as a way to pay it forward. We had a huge day yesterday, but you guys must have gone absolutely crazy a month ago because we ended the stream at like 2,900 members and then we dropped we dropped to I think like 2,500 or something like that so yeah we're at 2,542 so right now your next goal is 3,000 at 3,000 members we'll do a fight night it's madam and I playing a game against each other this week is fight night we're going to play Mortal Kombat 1 against each other you don't want to miss it so every month you have those incremental goals for fun Friday night's with Madam. The real King Salty with a $15 Super Chat tip says, Good morning. Feeling pretty good. Just started taking classes at 36 years old uh, for my welding certificate. Feels like starting my life over, but I'm happy with it and hopeful. Hey, man, welding is a really, really good trade to get into from everything I've heard. So keep going, man. Keep your uh, keep your chin up. Chin up. There are Plenty of people go back to school in their 40s. Some of the most successful authors didn't actually really start writing their, their best or most successful book until way later than that, so don't worry about that, man. Didn't influencers claim that the last showcase uh, W uh, was going to be Phase 2 or something like that? Like the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Yeah, Jeff Grubb was the one who said that The PlayStation Showcase over the summer was supposed to sort of usher in Phase 2. I have a stream earlier this year, and I'm like, where is Phase 2? What in the world's going on? And then they walk out in May, and they do their PlayStation Showcase, and it was largely third-party. The first-party presence was very cinematic trailer-driven. It wasn't a lot of info. It wasn't a lot of anything. And then, obviously, they end with Spider-Man. Well, the issue that the super plugged-in fans took with that was they saw it as a failure, right? If you're keeping score on Twitter, which is tiring and, and, and not enjoyable, but if you're keeping score on Twitter, you walked away from that showcase and you're like, well, we don't have anything to strut around with, right? We had a bunch of cinematic trailers and then we had Spider-Man gameplay, right? Now, everybody walked away from June and said, Xbox One, Xbox One. Well, hindsight's twenty twenty. In hindsight, I don't think the Xbox Showcase was actually that great. It was a lot of non-release dates. It was a lot of DLC. It was a lot of third-party, which is totally fine. But it didn't seem that great either. And I think that's where we're headed. I think we're headed away from the marketing that we used to get. I mean, to be quite honest, I thought the Fable trailer was a waste of time. It's like, we don't even know when that game's coming out. I think more and more we should move away from that. I don't want to see Fable... Until you have a release date. I don't want to see Fable until you actually have raw gameplay. Like, look at what's happening with Forza Motorsport. They showed an in-engine trailer three years ago, and they started bragging about graphics and performance, and the game that's coming out doesn't look like that, and doesn't have that stuff. I'm telling you, I think more and more, showcases should move away from that. There's no reason to do that. There isn't. You're just going to back yourself into a corner and be like, Oops, we showed that too early, we actually can't do that. Oops, we showed that too early, that's not going to look that good. Like, the avowed cinematic trailer. And then, now what does the gameplay look like? So, we can look at the PlayStation Showcase and say, Hey, we're really plugged in, that was lame. What What was that? Where's the first party studios? And then the public said, hey, there's a ton of games coming. And then June went handedly to PlayStation. All revenue reports, all sales reports, they crush it. They crush it in June. So this whole, like, PlayStation Showcase failed. Hold the L, ponies. It's like, I don't know what you're talking about. They It didn't affect anything. Nobody walked away from that Showcase, like, their confidence shaken in PlayStation. If anything, it actually fueled sales because they didn't lean into stressing... Well, these are third-party titles, whether you know, you're know you talking about Immortals of Avium or any any other games that they showed. They just leaned into games. They're like, yeah, here's all the games coming. I think that's going to continue. I do. I think that's going to be a continued theme. I don't think you're going to get tons of, hey, this game's coming out in two years. I I think we're moving away from that. Hey, they went back to the, AI, the, the, the UI. The UI's back. I can click on anybody's chat message now boss man with a five dollar super chat tip i swear i might be the only one tired of seeing spider-man in a showcase we've known it's coming for years now show us something new here's the thing here's the thing boss man i understand where you're coming from but i don't think you're going to get what you want at some level, I agree with you. I'm like, come on, man. We know Spidey's coming. Like, I I don't know if you guys are like this. I get to a certain point with movies or TV shows, I stop watching the trailers. I'm like, I know it exists. I know I'm going to watch it. I don't need to see trailers. I didn't see a single trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I think I saw one quick snippet on Twitter. That was it. I wasn't going out and looking for trailers. Do you want to know why? I knew I was going to watch it. So I was like... I don't need to look at trailers, okay? So at one level, I agree with you. It's like, I know Spider-Man 2 is coming. I know I'm going to enjoy it. I don't need to go look at a bunch of trailers. I don't need to see any more gameplay. But I'm also of another mind. (laughs) I'm like, it's Spider-Man, dude. (laughs) Like, what do you expect them to do? It's the most popular superhero globally. And they got him. That's their game. <laughs> so, of course, they're just going to keep wailing away. Spidey, 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 Spidey. Did you guys hear in my show open? Helldivers 2, they've not tweeted since June. Their last tweet was June 3rd. If we don't hear about Helldivers anytime soon... With a release date, I think it got delayed. I think it got pushed out of this fiscal year. I, I mean that. I think it's one of the other internal delays if we don't hear anything. I don't understand what happened. It's like they, they trotted out. They, oh, yeah, here comes Helldivers 2. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, it's coming this year. Great, awesome. And then pff, they just go quiet. They just go dead quiet. So in my mind that's another one that could have potentially gotten internally delayed i'm expecting to potentially see that at this state of play now if it's an asian game state of play then hell divers may be getting you know pushed to whatever's next but if they don't if they don't do a spider-man anything in this in this state of play and then maybe he gets his own thing in october well that doesn't leave any room for hell divers either Butters says, it seems like, hang on, I have no idea what you're trying to get me to go see. Uh, Click. It seems like they are under a Sony contract. Sony says, what, where, and why you're allowed to post. We saw this with VR games the last few months. Can you give me an example of a game that did that? What's a game that you feel did that? That you feel like they they were sort of under Sony's contract orders of when they could talk. PlayStation are really controlling what devs can talk about. So Shelly's echoing what Butters is saying. Helldivers Discord is full of devs interacting and being excited, but Sony holds a real tight leash on partner exclusives. Have you gotten any indication, Shelly, that that game's releasing this year? I mean, if they're talking in their Discord, I mean, I, if that game's releasing this year, why wouldn't you have the release date announced by now? Again... PlayStation does things episodically. So they clearly right now are going to firmly focus on Spider-Man. You know, the next 30 days. It's going to be Spidey, Spidey, Spidey. Nothing but Spidey. Unless, again, this state of play, if it's an Asian game state of play, that that just feels a little odd and out of order. Like you would think you'd want to get Spider-Man out of the way first, but, you know, we'll see. So, I get that they do things episodically, but... When are you going to announce Helldiver's release date? If you don't announce Helldiver's release date until after Spider-Man comes out, that means you're going to announce Helldiver's release date, what say, end of October, and what, it comes out November? As like a surprise release or something? I don't know. I just... Oh, I don't have the timer turned on. Hang on one second. We gotta turn on the timer so that we, we switch scenes and you can see my awesome Venom shirt. I wore this, you know... As we're talking, this is from 80s Tees. If you guys like any of the shirts I'm ever wearing, always remember to ask where they're coming from. You can use my code over there, code Lono. Men in Black from Ben Studio, is that a thing? I've not heard anything about that. Why does Spider-Man need a state of play? It's a freaking sequel. So? You don't understand how big and popular Spider-Man is? Are you kidding me? Let me, let me dispel some kind of a... There's this weird notion going around that it's just a sequel or it's just DLC, right? This is a common trope from people who don't own a PC, PS5. That's, that's a common trope. If you don't own a PS5, you call everything a DLC, which is weird, right? It's weird behavior. I mean, I guess Halo Infinite was a DLC. I guess Sports and Motorsports a DLC, right? well with the amount of content you're getting it probably is a DLC. Hey-oh! anyway. So, if we're going to if we're going to have this notion that like sequels are less than or sequels are just DLC, there are so many games you got to say that about. Like we're we're only going to say that about Spider-Man, we're only going to say that about God of War Ragnarok, we're only going to say that about Horizon Forbidden West. Like w- do we say that about any other games that are out there? There are plenty of games that just continue to crank out sequels, that continue to crank out their IP. And nobody's like, why that's just a sequel. That's just a DLC. What? Since when does that matter? Why does that matter? Like Final Fantasy 16. It, it, it's the 16th Final Fantasy. Well, it's not a direct sequel. Well, sure, but it's the 16th Final Fantasy. It got its own state of play hellblade 2 is just dlc right just yeah shut up with that that sequels can be amazing sequels can be amazing right remnant 2 horizon forbidden west was great hellblade 2 is looking promising like what are we even talking about like sequels don't have to be denigrated as if they're less than or well it's not a real new game let me tell you something If you think every single game that comes out should be a brand new non-sequel, I got news for you. You would get smaller. You'd get smaller games because they'd spend way less money on them. If they're going to take risk on a brand new IP, a lot of the times they're going to be like, "Well, we got to shrink the budget here. We don't know if this is going to be that good." You're going to get a lot of the copy-paste missions and questing structures, right? You're going to get that sort of we don't we don't know if this thing's going to take off and be amazing. But then when they do branch out and do an amazing new IP, well then what are we going to call it? A movie game? I mean, the, the people that say they only, you know, they only make movie games, it's like I, I, I will put $100 on the table they've never played Ghost of Tsushima. There's a bow and arrow in every game. You've never played Ghost of Tsushima. Maybe the straw hat killed you in the first duel and you got butt hurt and uninstalled it, but generally speaking, new IPs do exist. They have taken risks. They have branched out and made new, completely new ideas and, like, Death Stranding. Are you kidding me? Can you imagine pitching that game? Like, that's not like a, that's not even a PlayStation piece of property. But that's somebody saying, let's make a brand new thing. Let's do a brand new idea and concept. And people love it. Now, people call it Walking Simulator, but it's been highly praised. And and, and people seem to enjoy it. Ghost of Tsushima, highly praised. Game of the Year nominations, right? That 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 was a brand new IP. You can't always do a brand new IP. I mean... If we want to talk about brands' new IPs, both platforms are dialing in what works. Forza, Halo didn't work, but they dialed in another Halo. So Forza, Halo, Forza. And then you have Redfall and Starfield. Okay. So you have new IPs mingled with continuations of IPs. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, that's totally fine. Like, both platforms are doing it. You have your iconic franchises that draw attention, and you're like, here's another one. And then you have brand new IPs that you take big risks on, you know? I think lots of companies are doing that right now. To a certain extent, I think some franchises are hitting a wall. I do think some franchises are hitting a wall. Wasn't made by Sony? Why? I didn't say that it was. What I'm implying is, is that some studios take risks on new IPs and some studios don't. Some studios are like, well, let's do another sequel. Let's do um you know assassin's creed mirage let's do assassin's creed origins odyssey and valhalla now some of those franchises are hitting a wall i think with some people because they're like i've played so many of those games right but i don't want to do i don't do i don't i don't don't do anymore sorry but clockworks no that's not true i'm not i'm not sure what you're saying both platforms have existing IP that they continue to shovel out sequels for and then they have brand new things as well. Are we? Gonna, you're going to pretend that that's not true? That they've not been doing that? You had a brand new IP in Returnal and then you had Ratchet and Clank, right? Yeah, Armored Core 6. That's a continuation of a franchise. Now it's been a freaking long time but I think lots of studios go through this. I don't think you immediately look at a game and you're like, Spider-Man 2, it's less than because it's a sequel. I I don't know what you're talking about. I don't think there is an intrinsic value in brand new IP that somehow overshadows, oh, well, this is a sequel. I don't don't buy into that. I think that that's weird. It's like I can get just as much of enjoyment out of a sequel. I'm going to be elated to play Hellblade 2. I don't care that it's a sequel. At some level, my enjoyment of it is heightened because it is a sequel, right? Like I don't think you always need a brand. It's always gotta be brand new, right? Starfield's a new IP. It's Fallout Five, okay? It is. <laughs> like, but so if you if you're gonna look at Hellblade Two and be like, well, it's just a sequel, I think that's ridiculous. I think sequels can be if anything, sequels can add on and enhance what was previously done. I'm loving my playthrough of Jedi Survivor right now for that reason. It's adding to, evolving, enhancing, and expanding upon what I loved in the first game. Now, sadly, Jedi Survivor should have stayed in the oven for another six months so that it really could have landed well. It's still kind of glitchy and buggy at times. Thankfully, performance is smooth, but I'm still having some oddities, some weirdness. The one mount runs... It, lo- it literally looks like it's a tech test it doesn't even run right like the stiff-legged guys they look so weird like there's still glitches and bugs and problems like that game needed another six months but my enjoyment of the game is linked to the fact that it's a sequel Spider-Man 2 probably in a similar vein is going to do that Horizon Forbidden West God of War Ragnarok these are games that I enjoyed in large part because they were coming from something else do you see what I'm saying? So I just I've seen this notion thrown out a lot about Spider-Man Two. We're already seeing people refer to it as DLC. I don't understand that. If you're going to refer to every game every every game that's a sequel as DLC, then there are there are so many games that you can't really give high marks to. Then there are so many games that build on an existing franchise without sequels. We wouldn't have things like Infamous, Assassin's Creed, The Last of Us, Horizon, right, right. And I think that's the, that's the issue is that we are constantly, I think, as gamers, obsessed with it's got to be new, it's got to be mind blowing. And why? There's I, I always ask that question. Spider Man looking mid Lamau. I I don't think you own a PlayStation Five. <laughs> I. I think people like you just say that for attention and for a reaction. I think you have to, you have to fill your affirmation relational tank with something else. Like, that's just, I don't think you genuinely mean that. I don't think you even genuinely believe that. I mean, even the breakdowns from Digital Foundry, nobody's saying that. Anybody who understands graphical performance and fidelity in games, nobody's saying that. Anybody educated isn't saying that. The only people that are saying that are just saying that to bash and hate and be like, "Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm just trying to get a reaction. I'm just, I'm just trying to get make people upset." It's your opinion. Opinions can be wrong. I, I, I genuinely think that opinions can be wrong. You can look at something that's clearly increased in graphical fidelity, performance, and appearance, and be like, "It looks mid." I, your, your opinions, it is wrong. Like, I think an opinion can be wrong. I don't necessarily think you can just say every opinion's legitimate. No, I think opinions are less or more legitimate based on what they are rooted in. Right? Are they rooted in measurable observational skills and breakdowns? No, it's rooted in fandom. I mean, I can already tell. Like, no one's gonna come into a PlayStation state-of-play showcase stream where we're talking about what's coming and be like, Spider-Man 2 looks mid Lamau." that's not an intellectually based position like you're just trying to get a reaction opinions can be wrong yes they can yes opinions 100 percent can be wrong i know i know moms and dads of the world told you and and told kids that they were special and that you know every opinion is deserving of respect and is equally valid that's a bunch of bullcrap that's not true at all Opinions can be wrong. They can be ill-informed. Opinions can be stupid. They can be. Opinions can be falsified. They can be. What about all the Sony guys saying Starfield is mid? What does that have to do with Spider-Man 2? What does that have to do with Spider-Man 2? What does that have to do with State of Play? We're not talking about Starfield. We're we're talking about what they're potentially going to talk about. We're talking about... Are sequels less than? Are they not as exciting? Are sequels just DLC? <clears throat> I don't. People are saying Starfield's mid. So what? Here, here's the thing. This is really, this is really going to really twist your noodle up. Okay. There can be one person saying Starfield is mid, and it's a more respectable opinion because they substantiate it. And then there can be some hater troll who says Starfield is mid and his opinion's irrelevant. He's not touched it. Do you see what I'm saying? Now, I think a game that had its review score dropped from 86 to 77 on Steam. I, that sounds like a pretty middle-of-the-road game to me. That's not a blowing-off-the-doors score. It's got a 3.6 in Xbox's storefront, Right? Like, I, that sounds like a pretty mid-game to me. I You're looking at trailers of a game and people that are like educated in breaking down games technically are pointing out all the advancements and all the improvements. And you're like, yeah, it looks mid. You can call Xbox games mid, but when I call PS game mids, it's wrong. Okay, bro. You're having a really hard time grappling with the discussion. Starfield has been graded and weighed and reviewed by the general public and the score continues to fall. Spider-Man 2's not out yet. And anybody that's broken down the actual tech advancements and the fidelity in the trailers have said, This is a huge uptick from the previous game. And what's funny is, you came in and you said, Spider-Man 2 looks mid. And I said, Ah, you probably don't own a Playstation. You're probably saying that as a fan. And a hit dog barks. You ran to Starfield. You're in here saying that Spider-Man 2 looks mid because somebody hurt your feelings and said that Starfield looks mid. Like the first thing you ran to was, well, people are saying Starfield looks mid. It has a 72% globally on Steam database. It's dropped almost 10 entire percentage points for the entire week that it's been out on Steam it has a 72% in the Xbox store I feel like you can substantiate that with an approximation of value from the general public right thank you for a two spot, Mackie if that's the case, Fallout New Vegas is mid what's remarkable is we're here talking about the PlayStation state of play we're talking about Spider-Man 2. We're talking about, do sequels, are sequels worthy of being made? Should we always make a new IP? Should should we, should we call sequels DLC, right? So we're having a conversation about that. And you're like, Spider-Man 2 looks mid, LaMau. And I take a few seconds to interact with you. And what do you run to? You run to Starfield. Here's something you can do. Go to a stream about Starfield. Go play Starfield. If Starfield's so amazing, why are you here right now? If Starfield's so amazing, why are you in a stream about PlayStation talking about Starfield? It kind of sounds like you're campaigning. It kind of sounds like you're trying to convince yourself and others of something. Like If it's so amazing, if it's so objectively great, then I don't know. Go watch a stream or a video about Starfield or go play it. We're not even talking about it. You came in and brought it up. You came in and brought it up. It's like, we're talking about Spider-Man. But 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 Starfield's getting called mid. Yeah, well, when you're in the 70%, I don't know. That's probably what you're gonna get called. You know? Bring home a test to your parents with a seventy-five percent on it and see what they say. Excellent job, Billy. Or are they gonna say, that's kinda mid, Billy? Like, you know, <laughs> they're calling a spade a spade at that point, you know? <laughs> Do better. <laughs> Do your homework, Billy. Um, you didn't really address it. It hasn't got much fuel, but... Why couldn't the TLU Outbreak Day 10 Anniversary influence State of Play plans? If there is news, why not do a State of Play that week? Well, but here's the thing. If you do a State of Play that week, and you center it around the Last of Us thing that you're talking about, everybody's going to expect the Last of Us Factions... more than likely, they're going to avoid anything that makes anybody think about The Last of Us right now. (laughs) Do you understand what I'm saying? They don't want to make anybody think about The Last of Us. Number one, The Last of Us PC port didn't go so well, right? It's in a better state, but good golly, its score is terrible. Its overall score is terrible. Its last 30 days score is better. But beyond that... They had to announce that Factions is basically been put on hiatus. Right? So, <laughs> the funny thing is I randomly ended up in this stream after watching Starfield video while playing Starfield. Do you want to know why that is, Andy? Oh, I'm going to break this down for you. So, the way YouTube works is... <laughs> YouTube is like, hey... People that are consuming Starfield content are also consuming content about Spider-Man 2 and PlayStation. I wonder why that is. <laughs> I wonder why that is. So YouTube said, Hey, here's a guy watching us on Starfield. Well, based on our internal data these folks are really watching a lot of content about Spider-Man and PlayStation for some reason we can't connect the dots but they're connected (laughs) so that's why you're here (laughs) you know because people are calling Starfield mid you know when you're a 7 out of 10 game I would expect nothing more than that (laughs) what do you want me to say Abe says because they like good games We'll go with that, Abe. <laughs> we'll go with that. That's why. That's why that's <laughs> why. Has a state of play being announced? No. No. It is gonna be announced. I- I'm gonna be I'm gonna be totally real with you, Eric. I'm gonna level with you. Alright? I think it gets announced today. That's why I'm covering it. <laughs> I think they announce it today. If I'm wrong and it gets announced, you know, in the next two days, that's still good. I like to get in front of these kinds of things, right? I like to get in front of them, right? If, if we know something's happening with State of Play this week, it's better for me to jump in front of it right now than to wait and to, like, react. It's more fun to be like, okay, let's do some PlayStation State of Play predictions. Like, what do you guys think's gonna be there? What's going on with Helldivers 2, right? Like, is it gonna be all about Spider-Man 2? Or is it gonna be Stellar Blade? Is it gonna be, like, I think that's fun to do. I, I wanna have some fun streams, right? It, it was incredibly stressful to cover Starfield. It just was. i I. I'd love to never have to cover it again. I don't think I'm going to have that luxury. We're going to have to go back and revisit it a couple of times more than likely. But I thought this would be fun because I do think we are going to get that announcement mm, today. I don't think the showcase is today. I don't think the, I'm sorry. I don't think the state of play is today, right? And from where I sit, I think that the confusion between state of plays and uh the confusion between state of plays and showcases is something that they haven't really done a great job uh they've not done the greatest job establishing the difference like there's like the dividing line between state of play and showcases because i think a lot of people come to a state of play and they expect a showcase right so they, they come to a state of play and there'll be a blog okay there'll be a blog that says this state of play is going to focus on our Japanese partners and indie games and without fail there are people that will show up and say where's Wolverine what show me Wolverine Jim Ryan should be fired I'm what is happening? It every time without fail, state of plays are judged as if they're this annual showcase stage. And if they don't hit this level of insane, here's eight amazing AAA games, then they get people get really angry, right? People get upset. They're like, where are all the big titles? Where are all the big games? right like and it's like come on man what are we what are we what are we doing here this is not meant to be showcase it's a state of play this is meant to be a here here is here's a couple of indie titles why aren't you showing me Wolverine i we we don't even have that here we didn't even bring it with us right we we didn't even we didn't even hint that we were going to be doing that that would be me where's wolverine look And boss man, boss man, I love at some point, at some level, like I love guys like you because like you're so hungry for the next thing you're in, you want more, you can't wait to play Wolverine. Like at some level, I'm like, yeah, man, I love you, dude. I'm I'm right there with you. But I also try to keep people in a realistic frame of mind. It's like, that's not what this state of plays are going to be. they're just they're not set up for that they're meant to be like smaller things now personally I think Sony could get themselves into a little bit of a better place with if they were just more regular if we knew when to expect them they're so random that I think that's what happens is in the absence of information people's imaginations run wild and then when they don't get what they were like oh it's going to be da-da-da-da. like look what happened to the PlayStation showcase so they skipped the PlayStation showcase last year they skip it and then this year's supposed to be you got Jeff Grubb saying they're going to introduce phase 2 it's going to be huge all these developers are ready ready for what they showed cinematic trailers youtube just died and the app closed on iOS just a heads up I think that was just you, Thrifty. We, uh, I didn't notice a single, single dip in, uh, in viewership. I think that was just you, brother. I love Sony, but I think after the lackluster showcase we had several months ago, I do think they need to show a beefier state of play with a couple of first party titles in the pipeline. Detective Seeds, imagine that you're Sony. Sorry, I just bumped the desk. Imagine you're Sony and. You do a showcase in the summer that heavily leans on third party and you show a couple cinematic trailers, you know, for some first party games and then you show Spider-Man. And then June rolls around and you crush it in like every revenue category. And then the months that follow the months that follow you continue to crush it in the revenue categories. Do you think they agree with your with your assessment? I said the showcase in the summer, I was disappointed in it. I didn't think it was very good. I was like, this is PlayStation playing from the front. They're playing it safe, right? Now, I left room. I said, I don't think John Q Public gives a crap about any of the stuff we're talking about. I think the masses, I think the general public, they watched that PlayStation showcase and they were like, I can't wait to play all those games. If you interviewed them and said... Can you explain to me the difference between a first-party studio and a third-party game? They'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Are you talking about third-person versus first-person? They would have no idea what you're talking about. So, I don't think Sony agrees with us. To a certain degree, I don't think Sony cares about us. Because we're going to buy it anyway. We're in. We're, we're plugged in. We got YouTube channels. We got accounts. We got a, we're got we on Twitter. We're tracking sales. We're tracking charts. We're tracking revenue reports. They don't give a frick about us. We don't matter. We're this teeny little minority that's like, there was a press release. There's a job. Po- Sucker Punch has a job posting. Sucker Punch has a job posting. Do you know what that means? They don't care about us. They don't care what we think. (laughs) They don't care. They care what the public thinks. They care what the masses think. And everybody said that their showcase was a failure and Xbox's showcase won. Well, the revenue doesn't indicate that at all. PlayStation kicked the snot out of Xbox in June. Handedly. And they continue to. Even in the wake of Starfield, PlayStation's not budged in in their lead and dominance with respect to revenue. They don't, they don't care about this stuff. They don't care about the point keeping on on Twitter. Their corporation, of course, they don't agree with me. <laughs> I'm just giving my desires. Right. And I'm with you. See, there we can have common ground. I'm like, look, bro, when's Helldivers 2 coming out? Can we get a dad release date? Can we see Rise of Ronin? What's Marathon? Can we get gameplay? Where the frick is Sucker Punch? What are they working on? When will I get When will I get Ghost of Tsushima 2? WHAT?! And then I'm like, they're probably not going to tell me. <laughs> Do you understand? <laughs> Do you understand? Like, I'm with you. I want to know all of it. I want to know what every single studio is working on. I want to know timelines. I want to know, oh, when's it coming? I can't wait for Ghost of Tsushima 2. I, I can't wait. Wait but i'm not going to find out about it probably until 8 to 12 months before it gets released that's my that's my guess that's my prediction that's my prediction you know yeah wolverine like when are we going to hear about wolverine bro probably not until you know you're within 8 to 12 months of it coming out cuz they don't care about us they just don't like i I remember I kind of sat back in June and I just kind of watched the whole, you know, yeah, all the Xbox podcasts and guys, they're all high-fiving, right? Yeah, man, Xbox's showcase, it looked better. And I'm kind of Thor, that Thor meme where he's like, it's like, was it, was it better? In the grand scheme of things, when you completely zoom out, was it better? What's this? What's that trailer for Fable doing right now? What's it doing? Other than potentially setting false expectations, did it help in 2020 for Phil Spencer to talk about Forza Motorsport and for native 4K with ray tracing and 60 FPS? Wait, is that helpful to that game right now? Right. I have two PS5s in my house. Why won't you love me, Jim? (laughs) I feel the same way. You know? I have two PS5s. Where's the... What's happening? You know? PlayStation doesn't have any games. No. They just don't feel like telling us anything. Because... They don't have to. Right? In general... I think this is going to be a dilemma for the foreseeable future. This is why the leaks about the Nintendo have me very excited, because I would like Nintendo to put PlayStation back on their heels a little bit, right? I think this is the dilemma when you have somebody who is just so undeniably in the lead because they can play everything way more tactically. They can stay way more quiet. They don't have to say really anything. Here's Spider-Man 2. Is that all we get? That's all you get. Okay? And that's it. That's 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 how they're going to handle it. They're just always going to move from like... They're going to move from the next thing to the next thing to the next thing. Like we're never... I don't think there's ever going to be. I mean this. There will never be a PlayStation showcase that's like casting this really long vision. I don't think it's happening. That's why I ended my monologue. I said, nah... D- They'll talk to us about 2024 in November, maybe. We'll probably get a showcase in November. And they'll just outline what's coming next year. And that's all you're gonna get. That's it. You're gonna get probably two big releases next year and a couple of smaller third-party releases that are in contract. That's probably what you get next year from Sony. That's it. Okay, that's gonna be a blip. We just switched ingest servers. Don't know why. Um, But... You might get like an audio hiccup. You might get like a um. You might get like a blip in a few seconds. So you may need to refresh. Whenever those happens, our viewership goes up. It's not real, and then it comes crashing back down, and then it stabilizes. While that's happening, do me a favor: press the like button and consider gifting some members. I don't know why that happens. It seemingly happens on days where they put us on the front page. So maybe they have some kind of an ingest server preference that they do for that. I don't know. I don't know why you wouldn't just. I don't know. That was a nice, fast one. Thankfully, it's usually um, it's usually not as impactful when they're that fast. So, uh, you do realize that Sony did announce a bunch of games, but Spider-Man Two just attracts all of your attention. What do you mean they announced a bunch of games? What are you talking about, James? Can you tell me about any of the games they announced? What do you know that you didn't have to go learn from like a press release? Tell me about Concord, tell me about Marathon, tell me about, um, what's the other one, Fair Games. Yo, Detective Seeds with a monstrous, monstrous gifted member bomb, 32 members on the day, a 20 bomb. He's the agent of chaos and he hits the first 25 goal all by himself. And Detective Seeds hit 16 months in a VIP. He says, keep up the good work, man. I appreciate that. Hey, J-Dub got a gifted membership. J-Dub, are you in the chat? Why do you do that to me, by the way, J-Dub? That's right. I'm. This is me calling you out. This is it. It's about to get dramatic here. Why do you do that to me? I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here, minding my own business, and I'm, like, typing my monologue for the day, and J-Dub's like, hey, Reforge, did you see this? Did you see this other video? Did you see this other video of Phil saying something, and it's not happening? What do you think of this? And I'm like, why? Why why are you doing this to my morning, right? Like, I'm having a perfectly fine morning, I'm typing my monologue, and frickin' J-Dub wants to at me on some video of Phil Spencer being like, we're going to do VR. And I'm like, golly. Like, come on. Oh yeah, Foam Stars. I forgot about Foam Stars. Here's the thing about Foam Stars. I think it's going to be a hit. I really do. (laughs) I'll, I'll play it with my wife for fun. I bet you my kids love it. I'm telling you right now, I think that game's gonna be a hit. I do. I think people are like that game looks stupid. And I'm like, eh, is it? <laughs> right? Is it? You know? J Dub uh, tags you because you're the man. No, I, I I think he's funny. Like, I I don't mind the people who are full on pony like he's like big time you know he, he he doesn't mind he doesn't mind playing that role i don't care if there's no malice in it I, there are people that console war and there's no malice in it i feel like they're just out there being a troll or they're just impression farming and that's fine it's the people that get malicious i'm like i've no i've i don't have no interest in that i don't have any interest in in, in dealing with you Yo, what's good, Hugh How are you? Spider-Man 2 October, Helldivers November is my best guess. Maybe Silent Hill 2 in the spring. Here's the thing you got to understand, though. If there's a Helldivers release date, why haven't they announced it yet? That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that they have to. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm not saying they have to. I'm just saying it looks kind of weird. It looks weird. It's like, wait a minute. So the game's allegedly potentially coming out in two months. Where's the release date? I'm dead serious. I think that they, I, I, I'm serious. I I think Helldivers got delayed. I think Bungie walked in the room. I do. I think Bungie walked in the room and said, nope, this doesn't pass the smell test. No, this is going to rot. This is going to rot in 2 months. This is going nowhere. That's that's what I think happened. If I'm wrong, great. We'll get another game this year. But They've not said, they've not tweeted a thing since June. Or they shadow drop it. <laughs> Can't really shadow drop it because they announced it. I get what you're saying though. I get what you're saying. You're saying like a surprise drop. 5-spot from YJT99. Sony, HD2, oh, Helldivers 2, Spider-Man 2, Stellar Blade, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth, Lost Souls, Aside, uh, Silent Hill 2 Remake, Factions 2, Death Stranding 2, Phantom Blade 0, Rise of Ronin, ETC, ETC. Right. They have a lot of things they could talk about. That's a good point. That That's, that's, you got, that's a lot. j Dub. Gave out 35 Xboxes since last gen. He plays more Xbox games than all the Xbox fans who cry online. Well, I said this yesterday. A lot of the people that come at me really strong and call me a pony, I bet you I'm have. I bet you I'm a bigger Xbox fan than they are. I, I'd put money on the table. I have more games on Xbox than them. I have a higher gamer score than most of them. Guaranteed. Because I've been in the ecosystem since the 360. And my frustration is derived from... I was cheering for them. I I was on their team. I bought their stuff first. I was I preferred them first. They were my team until they started just screwing up every every left turn. <clears throat> Hell Divers is expected to release in October. That sounds incredibly silly to me. Why would you release Hell Divers in October? Why would you try to do that? First and foremost, Spider-Man's launching in October. So, good luck and Spider-Man's launching on the 20th. So you're going to try and get a live service game up and running in, what, the first two weeks of the month, and then Spidey's going to swing in the room and be like, surprise, mother... And then nobody's talking about your game or cares about your game. You can't do that. You can't do that. What's your gamer score? I don't even remember. 75,000 or something? I don't know. How many games do you have? I don't know. I have... Hundreds of games. It goes all the way back to the 360 era. I I don't know what you do with Helldivers, because if you put it in front of Spider-Man, it's gonna get it's gonna get crushed. Helldivers is releasing today. <laughs> yeah, they're like, surprise, it's here! We're releasing it right now. I totally think Helldivers goes to PS Plus, but not October. Yeah, Lords of the Fallen's October too. October's insane. October's insane. Why would you launch Helldivers in October? It's... October is literally busting at the seams with games. And... You... You're gonna try and launch a live service game in that month? You're gonna get absolutely obliterated. Assassin's Creed Mirage bumped their date back to get in front of everything. Okay, my gamer score is 76,000. There you go. I don't... You gotta have at least a hundred thousand gamer score to be a real fan. Well, it's hard to get a it's hard to get a gamer score when there's no games to play. I'm I'm not I'm not memeing. I stopped booting it up. That's not my fault. I got the seventy six thousand on my gamer score, and then I don't boot the thing up anymore. When does PlayStation, usually an- announce events. They usually announce events in the middle of the week, like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then the event is usually a week later it is, it's usually like a week later Lords of the Fallen is also releasing October, Helldivers is going to get cooked everything's launching in October, say the name of a game, it's probably launching in October I don't think a live service game that's multiplayer and constantly getting content matters if it launches amongst a load of single player games I think that matters in a a large amount Shelly do you want to know why? You have to fill the funnel with players almost immediately because the perception of the game's quality is intrinsically linked to how well does it play? Are there people playing? Can I matchmake? Right? Like Helldivers 2 can't be like, "Hey, we're going to launch in the in the middle of a sea sea of games like nobody's playing it." that'll kill it before it even starts you won't have anybody play you won't have anybody playing even november is stacked i'm telling you right now i remember telling you guys i said my spidey sense is tingling i said Forspoken's getting delayed and people were like no no it's not it's not getting delayed i was like okay and then it got delayed my spidey sense is tingling man i think helldivers 2 got delayed out of this year I've been playing Xbox since late 2017. Yeah, and you got 32,000. Right. So like it's what I'm saying, I guarantee you, I guarantee you I have I have I have more games and a higher achievement score than a lot of people that hurl insults at me. Hell Divers will be fine. People will beat Spider-Man 2 and Helldivers Divers 2 will be waiting for them. Yeah, I don't think so. You only have 96,000. I mean, Sven, you play like every game that comes out. You have a distinct advantage. <laughs> Sven, you literally play every game that comes out. It's not fair. You're like, what's this? Huh? Turtle Dove 18? I'll I'll check this out. What do you do in the game? Well, you're a bird. And uh, you just flap your wings in a nest. Is it any good? No, it's terrible. I beat it, though. (laughs) I had fun. Probably late till December. What's this? Oh, one year ago, Sony announced the state of play on September the twelfth at six PM Eastern. The state of play went live on September the thirteenth at six PM. Twenty-four hour, twenty-four hour notice. Dad Gummit, that always freaks me out. My battery backup like cycles and clicks, and I'm like, oh, I'm losing power. Anyway. Yeah, so MBG tweeted that. He said, one year ago, they announced a state of play on the 12th at 6 p.m. Eastern, and then it happened 24 hours later. So we we could be getting a state of play announcement in the next six hours or so. Sven hasn't missed a title on any platform any month since 1988. (laughs) 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 Uh, That's fantastic. Was Helldivers 1 popular? Um, That's such a hard word to quantify. I would say in the grand scheme of the gaming world, no, not really. It wasn't a bad game, and it seemed like it got a lot of love, and PlayStation clearly saw something in it. Like, I'm going to be real with you. I don't think Helldivers last past the third month. I just don't think it does. I don't think... I don't think it has what's needed for a forever game. I don't. Jeff England with a month of memberships. Love the stream. Keep it the good work. Thank you. I'm not doomsdaying, but I don't think that game lasts past the third month. I do not think... Come play on a Friday night and throw back some beers with the boys and shoot aliens I don't think a game like that can last is it supposed to last past three months it's a live service game what do you mean Sony wants to launch like 10 to 12 live service games before 2026 Do you think they're going to launch live service games and they don't they don't care how long they last it looks like a buddy co-op shooter not a live service game to me I don't agree with that at all. PC players regarded as one of the best co-ops, but it did last though. How do you quantify lasting? Like, how do you quantify that? Yeah, Solemn is a huge Xbox guy. He's got 103,000 score. He only got me beat by 24... 27,000. Come on. Bo had a lot more than me. I mean, that's to be expected. Have they promised expansion, season, substantial continued support? I mean, from where I sit, I don't, it it, it just, maybe, maybe I'm projecting and maybe I'm presuming, right? Maybe I'm projecting and maybe I'm presuming, but as far as I can tell, it's a game that they plan to have go on quantify it by content updates it launched on PS3 eventually came to PC and it got like 10 years of updates 10 years of updates I thought we looked into this and the updates were pretty meager they were like cosmetics and like a gun I went to the storefront and I said okay what did they do to support this game I I don't see evidence of a of a decade of support. I saw a handful of updates, like packs that you could buy that had cosmetics for your character and like a gun and or something. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't see any evidence that, that they had like, oh yeah, man, this was robustly supported for a decade. My favorite PlayStation title? Ghost of Tsushima. Helldivers 1 wasn't live service okay hang on a minute let's go to let's just go look let's just go look at what they say about Helldivers 2 alright let's just go see how the company itself talks about it okay I'm looking at the description here on on Steam it's really generic it just says you must take the role of galactic peacekeepers in the galactic war and protect their home planet spread the message of democracy and liberate the hostiles by force right team up with four friends and wreak havoc on the alien scourge that threatens the safety of our home okay so that's super generic that's boilerplate that's nothing let's see if they have like an official website here they are on twitter uh no this is not them Arrowhead Game Studios is working on it. They've not tweeted anything since June. They're hiring an audio lead. So they were hiring an audio lead in June 29th. I don't think this game's coming out this year. I don't think it's coming out this year. Arrowhead Game Studios on June 29th of this year. Come make cool games with us. We're looking for an experienced audio lead to guide our team on projects like Helldivers 2. Now, are they saying on projects like Helldivers 2, or are they saying you're going to come work on stuff like this? I don't know. We'll have to see. That could could have nothing to do with Helldivers. Alright, Helldivers game. They've not tweeted anything. Let's go to Arrowhead's website if they have a press release about this game. Latest blog. Dive into the co-op and the combat of Helldivers. Uh, Do they have like a press release on this game that like specifically describes it? Um, Oh, they have a press kit on their website. That's always nice. What kind of screenshots are we looking at here? Hmm? Boss Lord Hot. Oh, these are all top downs for the first Helldivers. That's not what I need. So they have a blog on the co-op and the combat of Helldivers 2. Gear up. Death and life. Work together. I mean... Okay. Let's just say... Helldivers 2 is not live service. Then... My original question still stands. Where are all the live service games? Like, where are they? That would be my question. There's supposed to be 10 to 12 before we get to 2026. If Helldivers isn't even one of them, then what in the world? Where are all of the, the live service games? Project's plural, weird. Name a game where it takes two people to use a gun. I'm not sure what you mean. I'm not sure what you're driving at. Bungie screwing over factions? I think Bungie saved factions. You don't launch something that's not ready. audio lead game designer voice effects artist so they have open positions for Helldivers 2 right now i'm not saying it won't be live service there's just zero confirmation that it is it just seemed like a live service game to me yeah concord and fair games are those those are supposed to be some of the live service games right and then and then and then, Mar- and then marathon That's 3. They don't give us an update on the 26th. I'll be fuming. What's the 26th? Is that that Last of Us thing you were talking about? They call it a live service in the PS blog. I'm pretty sure at the bottom. Okay. Hell Divers 2 PlayStation blog. Okay. Here we go. First details. All right. And let's just do a search. Nope. The word live is not here. Service is not here. Mm-mm. Nope. Divers drops on PlayStation 2 later this year. Alright, here's another blog. Nope. The word live does not appear in the blog. So, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, my presumption, there's been two There have been two blog posts about Helldivers 2 on PlayStation's site, and neither of them say the words live service. I don't know if they're going to come out and be that frank and rigid. I don't know if they're going to do that. I don't know if they're going to say, oh yeah, this is a live service game. I don't know if they're going to do that with any of the games. Reckless Gambit says, I don't think Sony can support 10 live service games, to be honest. I don't think the market will bear that sort of depth and or breadth well they did interviews about this and they said that they were going to be targeting different game types, different genres different audiences so I don't think they're looking to like step on a bunch of each other's toes that would be the concern the concern would be you're going to launch a bunch of live service games and they're just going to basically cannibalize each other They mentioned the word seasons, which hints at live service. Oh, did they actually mention the word seasons with hell, hell divers, hell divers seasons? Is that something that they talked about? Um, are you sure about that? Is that in one of the PlayStation blogs? Not a fan of what Bungie does. Can't argue with their success. But I think they make if they make all Sony games like that, I'm not excited. Well, they're not there to help make all Sony games like that. They're helped to they're there to help them successfully launch live service games. Yes, Genshin Impact would be a live service game. So Bungie's not there to be like, hey, how can we make, you know, Ghost of Tsushima live service or hey, how can we make God of War live service? That's not what they're there to do. They're there to help the games that are targeting ongoing live service structure. And they're saying, okay, we're here to help with that. The Live Service Center for Excellence or whatever it's called. So there was like an onboarding process. Like, Bungie gets acquired, but they're functioning independently. And there was an onboarding process. And now is when they are in the position to look at the the games that are that are targeting that. And Bungie's job is to assess their quality. And they assess the quality. And they said, this game can't last. Other than you, is live service really seen as a pro for a game? I wouldn't use it in marketing. People that know the term live service are likely familiar with the ones that failed. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm the only one that's pro live service. Like, people were really excited about the ongoing nature of Diablo 4. Do, do What, do you think I'm alone in that? That, like, you think all the people that got into Diablo 4 and were anticipating the seasons, you you think that's, like, a small group of people? Like, do you think the people that are looking forward to Path of Exile two and Last Epoch, do you think they're like what what do you think they are? You don't think they're you don't think they're like in favor of ongoing support and live service structure? You don't think they're in favor of seasons? All the people No Man's Sky is having its biggest month that they've had in years. There's a reason for that they've basically converted that game into a live service game. Do you think the people diving in every expedition, diving into the ongoing updates of No Man's Sky, you think they're like against or, or anti-live service? Now, I think maybe what you're saying is, as a term, people don't like the term because it comes with baggage. So what you're saying is, don't expect the marketing to use those words, is maybe what you're saying, Russell. I hunger for those constant updates and support and fresh content. Live service for the win. I don't disagree with what you're saying, Russell, if that's what you're saying. If you're saying that it's a stigmatized phrase, therefore you're not going to see it in the marketing. But I don't agree if what you're trying to say is well, you're really the only person that wants live service or likes live service. I I think you can demonstrate that that's just not true at all. It's actually, actually quite popular people don't just they just don't call it that so yeah I guess go I was only going to the blog and searching for live service because somebody said that they thought it was in the blog and I was like I don't think so Can I recommend a reaction video for you to watch a small YouTuber found and analyzed short form Bungie's recent live service blueprint conference it really is wild for some of their claims no, I don't generally cover anything that Bungie does. I mean, I'm happy for the sake of you know Sony and live service games that are aided and helped by Bungie's expertise. But I have a disdain for that company. I don't have any interest in covering them. Bungie trial and error work their way into work their way into it from my perspective. So I'm not sure how qualified they are to tell others how to do it. So if you build and rebuild and build and rebuild a house in an area where foundations are struggling because there's not enough solid dirt and clay, right. and you learn a bunch of crazy lessons, and in the eight years that you figured out how to successfully get houses of a certain size to stand on those shaky foundations and the, the, the shaky dirt and sand, right, You don't think that's helpful? Like, if I'm coming to that area and I'm like, listen, everything we know about trying to build on this, this like sandy dirt hybrid foundation, we know that this is fraught with problems. There's a guy over here. There's a company over here that's been doing it for eight years. They had some houses fall down. They had some things kind of crumble and blow up in their face. But they've gotten to a place where they've kind of figured out how to do it. So let's go ask them how they're doing it. Let's partner with them. Well, they kind of did it trial and error. So the frick what? You want me to do that? You want me to trial and error? Why don't I go learn from everything they did trial and error? It's like a FromSoft game guide somebody went ahead of you and learned trial and error don't do this do this this weapon sucks against this guy this weapon's good against this guy and you're like sweet i don't have to trial and error this up i can just use your guide it worked for their own game but i don't think that they should make it work in every they could make it work in every other game the insight is helpful yes but I don't think they are at the point to be delaying other games left and right kind of level yet. Well, what you're saying is built on a presumption that I think is unfounded. The presumption's so subtle, but I don't think you even realize what you said. You're saying that it worked for their own game, but I don't think they could make it work in every other game. You're presuming that they're going to try to take the destiny formula and put it everywhere. I think that presumption's unfounded. And I personally don't even think that's what Sony wants. Sony doesn't want the Destiny formula. They want the insight. They they want the insight. Like, okay, what what were the tricks? What were the ways? What were the deliverables? What was the structure? How did you manage parallel development? Like, because you got to be working on deliverable one, but somebody's got to be working on deliverable two. Because Deliverable 1 will come to an end. And then people are going to be waiting for Deliverable 2. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, I think your presumption is that, like, well, yeah, they're just going to try and get, do, do, like, take, like, Destiny Formula DNA and, like, just stick it into everything. And I'm like, I don't think that's the goal. I think the goal is, how did you do this? How did you collate and sift through player feedback and player behavior to come to conclusions about content formats and structures that worked and didn't work like how'd you do that I have a bias against them and don't have much faith in them so I try to keep it neutral I probably have the strongest bias on planet Earth against that company. There's nobody that has a stronger bias against Bungie than me. Write that down. Nobody. And even I look at them and say, if I'm building a live service game, I want to know what they think. (laughs) If I'm getting ready to ship a live service game, I want to be like, listen, y'all. If you drifted into the ocean, it wouldn't it wouldn't matter to me, right? I have a disdain for you. But you know what you're doing. <laughs> so, what do you think of this live service game? <laughs> like like I, I I would I would go to them every day of the week. Right? I wouldn't go to anybody else. There's nobody else worth talking to. Nobody. Not even freaking Blizzard knows what they're doing. Their insight's valuable, but I personally am not quite sure they should be having a big enough say to delay other games. I don't agree. I would much rather have Bungie wielding a like an emergency break. Like, this game's not ready. I'd much rather have that than the alternative, which is you know, do you want games launching that are not even remotely ready to go or they don't last? Like, what good would it have been to launch Factions 2 and like a month or two later people are like, well it was a really cool game mode. It was a really honorable treatment of what they had built before, but I'm not playing it now. I hate to breathe the same air as you, as you, but could you look at this for me? Right. <laughs> I know that. I was saying that because creature comment on me saying that the they aren't there yet, as in if I have some faith in them, which I don't. Just try to stay neutral to give it to them. Yeah, I don't. I mean, just look at just look at uh, Diablo. Just look at Diablo. I would much rather have a bungee in the room saying "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" Pump the brakes. Factions is not going to last. I'd rather have that than like look at what happened to Diablo Four. <laughs> the the company, the company that, that 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 should be writing the book on ongoing support and live service and having a quality. RPG, I mean, they should be writing the dadgum book and they freaking crap the bed I'd much rather have Bungie in the room saying, "Hell eh, Helldivers 2 isn't ready, or Factions 2 isn't ready, or whatever the case may be, it's, it's always better to not have something come out, and have it come out later if it can be improved upon and, rather than, <laughs> rather than what we got in Diablo 4 Or are we assuming Bungie makes the call? They make a recommendation. It's up to Sony. Well, if you're Sony, Nova, and you hired Bungie to do this job, and they come back to you and they say, our general assessment is that this game doesn't last beyond the second month. That's basically Bungie calling the game. They're calling the shot. Sony's Sony doesn't hire them for that job and then say oh you don't think this game's gonna last yeah well ship it anyway like if anything I think it speaks to how much Sony respects the consumer as well as their brand they're like we're not gonna tarnish our brand and the confidence our consumer has with us because we're super plugged in so we know that factions 2 got delayed you know what John Q public thinks he doesn't have a freaking clue that that happened What do you think John Q. Public thinks if the game comes out and it's clearly not ready? It's clearly some pile of crap. What's he think? What's Sony doing? What's going on? Like, if they would have delayed the Last of Us PC port, John Q. Public would have been like, Oh, I thought that was coming out. Okay, no big deal. What's John Q. Public think? Man, PlayStation ports suck. Now, you can look at the litany of PlayStation ports before it and they don't care about that. It's not the latest one I played was garbage. So, it's always better to not do something than to do something that runs the risk of being bad. Um. Hang on. Okay. I said the type. We're gonna... We got a video today about the Horizon Forbidden West complete edition. And then we'll debrief. Okay, okay, okay. And yeah, we'll set that for members at twelve fifteen. Nothing is better than bad. Yeah, that that's something that creature has taught me many many times. He's like, we're better off not doing the show or not doing the video if it's going to end up being bad. You're you're far better off. If you do it and it's bad, well you can't undo it. You you you've done something that performed poorly. You've done something that tarnished uh trust or tarnished the brand. Right? Like we could have leaned really really heavily into the villain the villain Sony Pony arc it would have been really really easy right I could have started reacting to videos and clips I could have started roasting people do you know what that would have done it would have killed the channel because the core audience would have been like ah this is not what I subbed to I didn't become a member for this right but when you got somebody in your corner it's like don't go down that road don't do that It saves you from that bad decision. So, if Bungie's the man in the room saying, Listen, Sony, this game here, this game here, that game there, they're not ready. Don't do it. You're going to break trust. You're going to have people starting to associate these brands, these pieces of property. You know, the last of us of all things, you don't want more bad press for. Does that make sense? What happened to no press is bad press. Oh, the, you're saying there's no such thing as bad press. That's, no, that's not true. I think that's true. In a, that's true a lifetime ago. There are elements of truth to that even today, right? Like if you're... I don't want to say names because then we get off on some tangent, but there are some of these super toxic, nasty dudes out here, Okay. And that applies to them. It doesn't matter. They can have a clip go viral of them saying a slur or of them saying something horrific or offensive. It doesn't matter. It doesn't hurt them. Right? There are people that have have sort of transcended that. But that's not true of a brand. Like an actual brand that has trust with the consumer, you can't do that. You can't shipwreck trust and be like, no, any press is good press okay, well, this is this is your second or third live service game that launched and didn't make it past the second month. You're basically hurting all future live service efforts. You're hurting all future confidence from consumers of like, well, I, this is like the second or third time they've tried to do this with a game. Think about it. They're trying to do a multiplayer Horizon game. And then they got a multiplayer factions game. That's the last of They're trying to take their... They're trying to take their... Uh, their brands their, their, their iconic franchises and turn them into live service games right that's that's not that's not abnormal I don't think for companies to do that but that's delicate that's delicate if you make people think well yeah the last horizon game I played the last the last time I played a last of us game it was terrible nobody was playing three weeks later that starts to reflect poorly. Yeah, there's an Insomniac multiplayer game, allegedly. So that starts to reflect poorly on your brands and your studios. So I think what Sony's doing is, is very guarded and very protective. And I would much rather have them do that than, like, wouldn't it have been better for Redfall to not launch? The pain... The pain of a cancellation and product and, and confidence being like, "Oh, I thought we were going to get a game," okay. But think about what that would mean right now. You wouldn't have to be doing interviews about it. You wouldn't have to be answering questions about it. You wouldn't have to be committing dev time and bandwidth to fixing it. You could move on to something else. You gain, you gain a whole lot by not spending. Right? I was recently in a class, and the, and the guy was talking about. Investing, And so he's instilling this in his children that, okay, you have $20. If you save it, if you invest it, in this many years, that $20 can become $1,000, okay? And he, he said that you have to be careful with this principle because his son came to him sort of upset and forlorn, and he was like, this toy that I bought for $20 was really disappointing and not that great. And he's like, and based on what you taught me, This is basically a $1,000 toy. Like, think about what that kid's going to be in 15 years, 20 years. He's going to be a very frugal, very, very shrewd, smart, tactical businessman. He's going to be thinking about that. If I spend it here, I'm not spending it on this. Right? It's not just, well, it's not oh, I no longer have $20. It's what else could you have done with that $20? You could have invested in something else. You could have bought something else. You could have done all these other things. So the point he was making was, is that if you're making a large purchase, especially like as a family, it's not just the, we no longer have the $2,000 we spent on the trip to the beach, right? We no longer have that money. It's, we it's all the things that money could have been spent on so when you look at a game like Redfall or The Last of Us factions and you compare the realities and you say it's not just about like if we don't launch it what what we don't get from that it's about what we could do with that time and bandwidth because now the time and the bandwidth spent fixing Redfall, that is not spent on something else. Do you see? It's like, the people that got moved off of factions and are now working on other projects, that's potentially a better use of that bandwidth, that intelligence, that talent than being like, no, let's continue on, let's launch factions and try and make it work. We suddenly decided we need to make a new uh, a new word, mid. We didn't have enough words to describe that. I'm not sure what you're saying. In class, translation, in circle at book club. No, 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 it wasn't at book club. They were doing a six-week series uh, at church on, they were doing it on uh, vocation and finance. And they got on investments, and they got on that of like, you know you've got to think through that if you're making a large purchase you didn't just part with money you parted with all the potential other things you could have done with that money and he's instilling that in his children because once you start te- treating you start teaching children that earliest ages right you teach children that you can take money and save it spend it or give it away those are your three options Right. They're young. That's that's going to be good enough for them. Right. My daughter commonly sees, you know, homeless people on the side of the road. She wants to give them something. So instead of giving them money, she has like these little pre-made bags with like a toothbrush and, you know, hand sanitizer and like a granola bar, you know, just just stuff to, to 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 humanize them a little bit and to help them a little bit. Right. In that instance, what 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 transmission of of. Of power and altruism can you really achieve right but you can in in some measure help okay so she's 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 learning that idea that if you have money or possessions you can take those the the, the money or the possessions you can keep it save it you could spend it or you can give it away now as she gets older keeping it can can branch into all these other categories that she doesn't yet understand Keeping it could involve saving it, investing it, right? Putting it into something that can mature. Uh, spending it, well, if you're going to spend it, what are you going to spend it on? Is it something material? Is it something that is you, you know a utility? Is it an asset? Right? When you spend money on something like a house, the money doesn't evaporate into thin air. You're buying an asset that will mature in value over time. Therefore, the debt accrued can be quote-unquote, good debt, because as long as you're able to pay it off, then you're investing in something that's maturing in value. So if you think about that in the realm of video games, and if you're choosing between do we continue working on this game or do we cancel this game, it's if you cancel the game, there's all these other things that bandwidth and money can be spent on. The same principle of... What you're spending the time and bandwidth and money on the same the same principle applies here. because if you're if you're spending it on a, a dead project or a dead end project or something that's going nowhere, well, what else could you have been building? Right? What else could you have been doing with that time and money and resources? Especially when you're dealing with talent. You're dealing with people that are are specialized. In, in certain skills and they're good at certain things. Are you throwing their talents away at that point? <clears throat> I see your next stream. Was there more ports announced? It's not a stream, it's a premiere. The Horizon Forbidden West Complete Edition and PC updates. Yeah, we're going to go over there in 20 minutes. Do you think State of Plays will become more common if live service require constant content... Communication, shouldn't we see a new Sony? They can't be this mute anymore, surely. Love the shirt, by the way. Thank you. This shirt's from 80s Tees. You can use code Lono over there. Also, if you guys want to move this line to 50, um, here are some of the reasons to become a member, by the way. You don't have to wait for a gifted membership, okay? You get emotes, badges, daily streams. Whenever we're done with the thing about Horizon Forbidden West, we're going to hang out in a members-only debrief. You get Friday night streams with my wife. This week, we're going to be playing Mortal Kombat against each other. It should be hilarious. And then you get access to our members-only Discord. So... Um, As far as state of plays go, Shelly, I actually do think they should be more regular. I do. I think we should get like one a quarter. And then I think the fourth quarter every year should be like a combined sort of, okay, here's your state of play. And then also we need a showcase. We need a showcase that says, here's what the next six to 12 months are going to look like. What's happening next year? We don't know. We can't know if they don't talk to us. So, like, an end-of-the-year an end-of-the-year showcase, I think, would be great. And then, you get a showcase in the middle of the year that does the same thing. It's like, here's the next 6-12 to 12 months. You're kind of always rolling things forward. And then you use state of plays to, to supplement or add some context or add some insight add some gameplay, whatever the, whatever the case may be. I I personally think their silence is annoying. It's unnerving. It's like, come on, just freaking talk to us. But this is the problem when a company can play from the front. Like they weren't even bothered by the Xbox showcase. All the all the puffery and all the ooh Xbox One, the showcase, you know, showdown. <laughs> Sony didn't freaking care they raked in the money in June their revenue soared and it continues to and Microsoft's continues to drop so it's like there. that's a dilemma this is why the Switch 2 rumors are, I, think, I think are exciting I want Nintendo to put Sony on their heels a little bit I want to see Nintendo make make Sony have to do a little bit of a dance Like stop playing from the front, stop playing it safe start talking to us We also have to remember that things happen in phases, and I think something that we're forgetting is is in 2020 and in 2021, they're trying to cast a vision for the PS5. You've got to kind of spin up demand for the PS5. Well, they're not doing that now. They've already done that. Right? So like back when we got like a Spider-Man trailer and a Wolverine trailer and they showed like 26 games... They don't need to do that now. We're not in that phase anymore. We're not. Now we get accessories. We get dual sense edge. We get headphones. We get PlayStation Portal. We get Spider-Man. Like they they do not have to motivate us to buy PlayStation 5s anymore. They've already achieved that aim handedly. They're on pace to outpace PS4. They're on pace to be selling PlayStation 5's 3-to-1 Xbox. So, they don't feel any pressure to be like, well, we really need to cast this long-tail vision to boost consumer confidence in the PlayStation platform. They don't need to do that. Look at the sales numbers. They're like, why would we waste time doing that? We don't need to talk about Wolverine. (laughs) What? We don't need to talk about Wolverine. We don't need to show Wolverine. We're in the you get what you get phase. P- pretty much. I also think there's something else happening. So I think there's two things going on. I think at one level, PlayStation's leaving the we'll call it foster demand phase. So in the earlier stages of these of these consoles, there's the foster demand phase. You have to foster demand games 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 oh my gosh games we're not in that phase anymore but I think there's something else going on I think on the other hand gaming marketing in general is just changing I think armored core six the way they handled marketing you're gonna see more of that you're gonna see way more of that whispers leaks rumors whispers leaks boom trailer games coming out in six months what boom Gameplay. The game's almost here. Comes out in four months. Wow. And then Armored Core just. It's like their second largest launch to date. I think you're going to see more of that. Why? We no longer exist in a time where, in the past, you had everybody's attention in June, it was E3. So what'd you have to do? Well, we got to show up and show something. We got to make the investors happy. We got to make sure we're on the minds of consumers. So put together a trailer. Boss, the game's not coming out for five years. I don't give a frick. This is our only chance to talk to people. This is it. We don't live in that world anymore. Now they can be like, um... Instead of going to LA and building this and doing that and blah, 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 we just took that line item in the budget and we just built a studio and we just do our own thing now. We just use our own YouTube channel. We just use Twitter. The gaming press and YouTube and streamers and Twitter, we don't need to do that. What do you think about Armor Core 6? I thought it was awesome. I wish I had more time to play it. I, my, my game time very limited I get to play Jedi Survivor every night now for about an hour so I'm, I was doing that with Final Fantasy 16 but they fixed uh, they fixed Jedi Survivor so now I'm doing that with Jedi Survivor and waiting until they I'm really hoping that they patch um, the uh, the performance mode in Final Fantasy 16 it's in, it's incredibly disappointing like as much as I like that game um, I think that the the performance mode is 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 bad <clears throat> so If I had time for Armor Core 6, I would play it because I thought it was really cool. So, that's what I think is going on. I think there's two things going on. I think think you're definitely seeing a change at PlayStation because they're playing from the front and they're leading. But I also think you're seeing a a shift in marketing. Will you go back to Baldur's Gate 3? I want to. My wife and I actually enjoyed it more than I thought. I actually think there could be some potential there of us like, playing that every once in a while just for Friday nights with you guys. But if you guys missed it, right now, we have this huge, huge member goal, right? And that that needs to be updated. The current member count is actually 2,500, okay? So you guys went absolutely bonkers like a month ago, and so the member count's kind of fallen. So instead of focusing on some big, huge, insane member goal, I'm going to have pop-outs to, sh- to talk about We're going to have goals incrementally at 3,000, 3,500, and 4,000. So at 3,000, if you guys manage to get us to 3,000 members, we'll do a fight night, which is, that's what we're doing this week. We're doing uh, Mortal Kombat 1. So Madam and I will go head-to-head in the game. You guys seem to like that, right? And then there is, at 3,500, we'll do Fright Night. Well, Fright Night, you guys also really like watching us play scary games. And then Game Night is at 4,000. So if you guys unlock Game Night, we'll play like a game with you guys, whether it's uh, Fall Guys, or uh, what's the other one? Jackbox. Uh, there's Fortnite, and there's all that. So we're gonna do incrementals to make it more like every so often you guys unlock like a cool reward, like a cool Friday night segment, instead of being like, well, we need 2,000 members. Like I just think that's 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 just kind of ridiculous. So every month rhythmically we can hit like we can hit those milestones and like unlock cool streams on Friday night. Neil did say they won't be announcing games too early anymore. He wants them releasing within six months of reveal. That happened with The Last of Us Part 1. The announcement was in June, July, and then it released September. Right. Right. I like the pop-outs. They look professional. Yeah, Creature made those, and this one you know, showcases all the stuff that you guys get when you become a member. So listen, a lot of y'all sit and wait for Gifteds, and Gifteds have slowed down a little bit. That's totally fine. Every month, people kind of go crazy. It just... Some of that momentum has to build. Just do, just pick up your own membership if you're here all the time and you can afford it, you know? It's a cup of coffee and you get an entire month of, of extra content, so... And it supports what we do. And if you're here all the time and you listen and you're like, you know what? Five bucks, man, I'll, I'll become a member. If you cannot afford it, then the best thing to do is to be here as often as you can because when people gift members, that's how they get doled out. Um... With its rich purple color and distinct regal look. Oh, they're doing another controller? What if y'all put stretch goals on the sidebar too? I mean, that's essentially what this is. This is the stretch goal. This is the big kahuna this month. If you guys hit 4,500, I have to play Gollum, right? So, but we want to have like incrementals along the way. So, we're also going to have pop out so like once that once the light roast is back, if like if somebody orders coffee, it'll pop out like that. We'll do we'll do we're going to do all kinds of fun stuff. In the interest of transparency, we will not be doing a freight night. No, fright night, not freight night. <laughs> Sony has been giving us trash game. What are you talking about? Give me a break, guy. Wait. What, what what trash games are you talking about? Tony's been giving us trash games? Huh? Carlono, on a budget for school, love the show. No, Nitro, just listen. If you're here and watch and hit like and chat, those are things that help the video and the channel significantly. Don't ever feel like, oh, I can't afford a membership. So what? Like somebody who watches once a week and pays for their own membership like that's great if you're here every single day and you don't have a membership you actually might be helping more do you understand what i'm saying like don't ever feel like oh i'm not doing a membership so what like if you're here every day and you're hitting like you know you don't got to worry about that oh not you a guy in the chat was saying sony's been giving us that Oh, La- oh, 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 oh! He's saying that Sony's been giving us nothing but trash. Oh, well, I mean, you don't have to like every game that they've put out, but I think the quality has been really, really solid this generation, right? I don't, ex- I'm not going to defend the Last of Us Part Two. I've not played it myself, and I know there are people that didn't like some things that happened in that game. But this generation alone, I think we've gotten very consistent quality. We really have. I think from from Demon Souls remake to Returnal to Ratchet and Clank uh, Rift Apart to Gran Turismo 7 to Horizon Forbidden West, to God of War Ragnarok, to Burning Shores to the PSVR 2 games have been great, PSVR 2 is nice Call the Mountain is really really pretty, there have been some great PSVR 2 games like Synapse and Star Wars, you know, Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, and then there was Final Fantasy 16, and now we have, you know, Spider-Man 2 around the corner, and that's I'm leaving out the fact that they also went back and did, like, director's cuts of Tsushima and Death Stranding. They did a free update to God of War 2018. I, I think we've gotten very consistent quality this this generation from them. People that are like, you know, PlayStation has no games, and, you know, they're wanting to run Victory lapse with Starfield. It's like, well, you gotta compare the entire generation. I think if you look from 2020 to now, Sony's been way more consistent. And I'm hoping that that uh microsoft can get more consistent they want to do like a big game at quality every uh every four months i hope that they can achieve that yo dk Bager bumps the line to 33 thank you so much dk DK dk's always doing those single gifted members thank you sir i owe you guys five members right now if we hit 50 i'll owe you 10 so thank you for doing that dk It was optimized like crap on PC. Last of Us Two, what? Did I miss something? How do you gift a specific person? You cannot gift a specific person, but if you keep gifting, if you guys go crazy like right now, we're at the end of the stream. This is one of the best times to go crazy because we went from you know a viewership peak of like uh, seven hundred and eighty people, so now we're down to six thirty three. Now you have the most loyal audience members, so they're way more likely to get it gifted. So a lot of the times we have like a scramble here at the end. People start dropping bombs, and then folks like Nitro end up getting one. So it's, it's always good sometimes to, you know, if you guys want to do that end of the stream scramble, now's a great time to do it. You got like eight minutes before we go to the Horizon Forbidden West complete edition premiere. Thank you, Joker Quinn, gifted a member, and it goes to May. See how May has a purple badge? So, May is here all of the time and has gotten so many gifted members that they actually have a membership streak and they have a purple badge. So, now is always a great time to do it because you're dealing with the more loyal... Uh, the more loyal portions of the audience. <clears throat> I don't know how people can say they have no games. I could barely keep up this generation. I mean, we're kind of getting to that point where I'm just quickly dismissive of bad faith takes, you know? I I just... any Anybody that says anybody that says that that says you know oh there there are no games they're just talking out of their rear end right they're not they're not being they're not being accurate they know that like mathematically what they're saying is just silly so Zinthos hits two years and gets a red badge thank you so much Zinthos for doing that two years bebe that's right you get a red badge two years thank you so much for being here backlog so big i mean yeah and that's the other thing too is that if you, if you fall behind on just one game you're screwed all it takes is one sizable game you fall behind all oh, you're screwed like when am i gonna play this am i excited for liza p um i really like it and it looks cool but at the same time it's like I know, I it's so hard for me to play challenging games right now in the evenings because I'm just trying to relax. Like, I was just relaxing with Final Fantasy 16. I'm just relaxing with, with uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor right now. Did you see the Astacross uh, Starfield review I put in members chat? No, I did not. I'm holding out till PS5 Pro and New Gran Turismo and Bloodborne 2. I mean... There's nothing wrong with that. If that's what you want to do. Thank you so much, uh, j Dog. 17 months in VIP. 7 months to my red badge. I'll get there. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate that support. 29 months from Vendetta. That's a lot of months, and it's a member plus. Lono's the best. Always here, working and lurking. Thank you so much, Vendetta, for sticking with me that long. You the best. I uh, In the video that we're going to be going to in about 5 minutes... I speculate about what exactly this complete edition could mean, uh, since it is being rated for PS5. Uh, I obviously have my own theories about what's going on. I think it could even be related to Burning Shores. P Dub H Town with the 20 bomb. This guy takes us all the way past 50. He's the agent of chaos and the 50 bomb, and takes us, I'm sorry, the 20 bomb, and takes us to 54 out of 75. Somebody do a single. Somebody do a single. Let's say, If that's sitting at 55 out of 75, you will. You'll tempt the boys to drop another 20. Come on. Well, let's tempt them. <laughs> they can't resist. They love it. They love it too much. They love to flex on chat. They do. They absolutely do. I'm getting everything ready for the next thing. Oh, golly, I hit my phone. Uh, Rise of West, Horizon Zero Dawn. <clears throat> Where can I buy an Xbox? I don't know. At the store? I've seen him at the stores the last couple times I've gone in. Yo, John L. Brokey got one. There it is. Patrick did it. There it is. There's the layup. There's the layup. There's the layup. Joker Quinn pushes it past. That's okay. It's still a layup. It's still a layup. Vendetta does a five bomb. See, I told you, this is the best time to go crazy. 61 members already. Look how much has jumped. Another one from Trill Troll. He keeps it Trill. All right, 62 out of 75. We're close to tempting somebody with a 10 bomb. Forgetful Gamer with a month says, I've been gifted two months in a row now, and I really appreciate all those who gift. When I'm in a position to do the same, I will pay it forward. So many people have come back and done that, Forgetful Gamer, so I appreciate that. AOZ also gifts a member. I missed that one. That takes us to 63. You guys got four minutes. You guys got four minutes. You guys are going crazy. Absolutely going crazy. Sorry for missing yours, AOZ. I called it out, though. Lono, do you get frustrated with PlayStation? Like, it's no secret this topic is repeated a lot. Aside from VR and PSP, Sony really is not having much to work with. I mean, it's hard to cover them because they don't say anything. Taking us to 68 is Hex. Hex land up a really nice number. <laughs> 68 out of 75. Thank you so much, Hex. The generosity here is unmatched on YouTube. I was going to make a, a joke about him being the forgetful gamer. I was going to do that, Abe. You, you you beat me to it. I was like, I don't know. You might forget to do it, though, since you're the forgetful gamer. <laughs> uh, you're really embracing the dad life, Abe. PlayStation 5 is always at the stores I go to, like Target and Best Buy. They did say they were going to increase distribution this year. I've not seen them in stores, though. I haven't. JC bumps it to 69. Nice. And it gets bumped again by Javier Cotto. He takes it to 70 out of 75. And a $5 super chat from May. Flexing the muscles like a boss. d Dizzle drops one on the chat and takes us to 71. You guys have two minutes. The clock is ticking. Currently, I owe you 10 members. I'll owe you 15. I gift the members in the premiere and I do that so you have as much time as possible to hit the milestone so thank you guys so much for hitting almost 75 already today we stop calling it a layup there's no follow up to a layup it would be a loop and someone dunks it in no we call it a layup it's on brand for me to say it incorrectly Five months. That's the go ahead. That's the agent of chaos as well as the goal hit taking us to 76 that bumps the line to 100. Thank you so much for doing that P dub H town we have to stop there it is 76 out of 100 all right listen here we got to go. We got to go. We got 60 seconds. I owe you guys 15 members okay You guys can keep gifting members in the premiere, all right? If you guys want to go for the next 24 and you want to hit 100, all right? If you want to hit 100, you can do it, but you're going to have to do it in the premiere, all right? There's a link in chat. I'm going to redirect you over there. I'm going to be in chat hanging out. I'm going to give some members, so let's hang out in this premiere. I will see you guys over there, all right? Let's go.